everybody, let's talk mornings in your micro school, your homeschool hybrid, your homeschool. Let's talk about what to do in the morning to make it super fantastic to start your day. Becky McNichols in our Facebook group asked this question, what do you do in the morning when the students arrive? And I'm here to share with you after four years, I'm still holding true to some of these really, really incredible ways to connect with students and get them moving, not just physically, but also socially, emotionally, academically. Let's hit it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Are you a morning person? Because I am a morning person, but I'm kind of a slow moving morning person. And I'm excited to share how we start our days in our micro school but I'm also gonna give you so many other options. Some of you may even have extended day in the morning. This is the first year that we've actually offered an extended day morning, but I will tell you a funny little story here real quick. Since we moved the micro school out of my home this year, I had families that really needed before care, before school started. So students begin arriving at our school between 8.30 and 9 o'clock. It is a rolling drop-off. As soon as students get dropped off, it's outside time. And I'm always outside. There's always an adult outside waiting for the students to arrive. But from 8 o'clock to 8.30, we needed to provide a little morning extended day. And with that being said, I was looking up some good ideas. I was either going to do it or my assistant was going to do it, but I was looking up some good ideas on what we could start our morning with for that 30 minutes. Now, what's happened since then, since the school year started, if you've listened to our past episodes, our school flooded the day before. So the way that we are starting morning is pretty fun. We have a 15 passenger van and we have students getting dropped off at my house to ride the quote-unquote school bus to school each morning. I only have six additional students, but it's actually another way for us to make additional revenue in our school. So parents do pay for it. They were going to pay for it regardless if it was in my house or if it was at the new location, but since students are riding the bus, we have been able to have even more students come and join us. Actually, it's it's eight most days. Eight, majority, sometimes it's six, but six to eight students 
they are charged to have that additional time in the morning. I also bring them home at the end of the day. Parents come to my house and pick them up. There's about 30 minutes in the morning and then there is 30 minutes in the afternoon. Now, I want to tell you that because that is not how it used to be. When we first started our school, we had mornings at my house for the first 30 minutes of the day. And these ideas still hold very true in our micro school, and I want to share some of them with you. I saw really great comments underneath Becky McNichol's post. Again, thank you, Becky. She's always in our group asking really great questions and providing really valuable information. She was also a guest on our podcast back in April. So make sure you go and check that out with Becky McNichols. And thank you again to all of you who provide invaluable insight in our Facebook group. Let's talk about what you could do in the morning when your students arrive. Like I said earlier, when the students arrive, there's always an adult outside. We spend the first 30 minutes, if not 45 minutes, with students playing outside. Now, this has ranged, this has been like such a variety for the things that we have done. One year, my very first year, some students brought bikes and they would ride bikes. And because we have a cul-de-sac at the end of our road, we have a swing outside. This was actually at the front of my house, by the way, the side of my house. So we never went into the backyard. I would come out in the morning and I would sit on my swing and parents would start arriving. Oh, isn't that, now just think about that. Isn't that such a nice way to start your day? Sometimes I was even in my socks. I know I'm not in my socks anymore, but I'm here to tell you it was such a nice day, nice way to start the day outside in the sunshine. And I felt as if it is just so less intimidating to just come in, sit somewhere, wait for the, to be called, go to class, bell rings, get your workout. Oh, boring. In my opinion. Okay. Um, not just for the kids, but for the adult myself. We had a basketball hoop outside. We also had sidewalk chalk. Jump ropes were a big hit. Jump ropes, definitely a big hit. And musical instruments. Those were really fun. Maracas, tambourines, little drums, brought those outside. We also have done little building activities as well with straws and connecting little cubes together. But majority of the time, guys, those kids were making up things to do. Climbing trees. We also had two trees in the side of our house. They would climb trees. They would play soccer. They would play make-believe. And then once everybody arrived, we went on a morning walk down our cul-de-sac. Now that we are in a new location, we still have parents with a rolling drop-off from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. I am outside. I believe that as the director, the owner of the business, in my personal opinion, my husband agrees with it, that we should be the ones who are greeting parents each day. There's just so much value in that, not only for the parents, but for me as well. And I appreciate the time being outside. The students, now that we are at the church, we do not have a playground. And that was something that I think not only was I a little concerned about, but some parents were as well. But I should have known better. Those kids have found things to do. Now, there is a wooded tree line on the side of the church. 
So at first the students were getting in the woods and trying to go on scavenger hunts. I felt like that was a little dangerous, but if you have the ability to do that, I think that's great. We have jump rope still. We've got the kids have made their own soccer area. We're also going to be bringing a basketball. We still have jump ropes. Dixie cups, guys. The kids are really into building towers and doing cup competitions with Dixie cups. Yes. Or, yep. No. Yeah. No. Solo cups. Not Dixie cups. Solo cups. Are they Dixie cups? I don't know. The red solo cups. Yes. Talk about a game changer. All the way from VPK students all the way up to sixth graders are really into that. We also have sidewalk chalk and the kids just really love being outside. They get to talk with their friends first thing in the morning. Some come and talk to me. Some just want to sit and watch. It depends on their mood. Okay, so starting the day outside is a really great idea. Number two, a morning meeting. Right after that time outside, this is year four, we still start the day with a brief meeting to set the tone, share announcement, build a sense of community, and we pray, and the kids get to talk. We do, it, it's just so precious. All teachers are there when we do our morning meeting. And then we stop the morning meeting and the students go to their classroom. Now, another really great thing that you can do is this is number three so number one is outside number two morning meeting number three creative arts so if you have any type of materials where the students can do an art or a craft project drawing painting anything to spark their imagination i think that's great but you do have to consider the cleanup and you do have to consider if they need help with that so if you are someone who has a school and it is an area that has a lot of rain or cold seasons then or super hot seasons, you have to make provision for having your morning starting inside. And I really think that arts and crafts, drawing, painting, Legos, those are really great ways for students to come in and get started. Number four, yoga or stretching in the morning exercising. We do this a lot as well. We have a student lead a simple stretching session to help wake up, relax, get their bodies ready for the day. So even if students come and they just want to swing or they just want to sit and talk with their friends, we still have them getting up and getting the blood running through their body. Sometimes we even have little scavenger hunts or I will lead and I will be jogging and the students will be jogging behind me and we do funny little movements with our arms and our legs. You know, just something to get the blood flowing. That's number four. Number five, story time. Reading a story aloud to the students definitely fosters a love for reading and imagination. So just imagine if during your morning meeting or after you could also read a story. And you know, I don't do that, but man, I should. And you know, our whole school is 36 students, so that ranges from VPK all the way up to sixth grade. To find a story to match everyone's interest, it's probably going to be a little bit difficult, but it's definitely something that is very doable because you know those sixth graders still love being read to, right? Yes, they do. And also, too, we've started our mornings with some, this would be number six, with some really great engaging, inspirational YouTube videos. So like Kid President, the children really love that, or just something that's educational, uplifting, the students really enjoy that as well. 
Number seven, brain teasers. Engaging students with puzzles, riddles, the little brain teasers that are like grade one, grade two, and they're on a ring. Now, I don't know if it's really on a ring, but they're little cards, flashcards. Those promote critical thinking, problem solving, and you can have the older students ask the younger students. So get those brain teasers out. Those are really great as well. Number seven, group games. So playing an interactive game like charade, Simon Says, group trivia, really allow teamwork and social interaction. I also think if you have one of those big parachutes where the students can hold it and there are several students and then they throw it up and then they all run underneath parachutes. I think it's very important to buy things at five and below or the Dollar Tree because it really gives a nice variety of things for students to do. Number eight, educational activities. You could in the morning, if you're feeling up to it, you could do a hands-on science experiment. Say you're cutting pumpkins. That's a great thing to do in the morning. Just start the day off with pumpkin carving, counting the seeds. You're already outside. Get your water hose, spray their hands off. You could even have a little math challenge or a spelling bee while they're outside first thing in the morning because it allows them to just get their brains going. It doesn't have to be outside, but I I envision it being outside because that's where we are, but it could just be in the morning. You're waiting for everyone to arrive and you could do fun little games like that. Number nine, music and movement. Have a dance party, play some music. Do a dance along session. Get the students moving and grooving. Number 10, journaling. A lot of students really enjoy journaling and reflection. They just want to set. They want to sketch. They want to draw. They want to journal about what's coming ahead. My students really love the journals or how you start your day off with maybe a piece of paper and there's little emojis and they can circle how they feel. Very great. For students to be able to share their thoughts, reflect on a topic, a question of the day. Right now, we have our younger students, second through fourth grade, doing a gratitude journal. After our morning meeting, they start the day off doing their gratitude journal. We also have our older students doing self-love books, which are really great as well. And it's personal to them but at least lets them sit down, get their thoughts out, and if they want to share, they can. Number 11, I would say some type of a morning snack is super fun as well. We don't do this all the time, but just preparing a little simple snack really gets kids excited. I mean, who doesn't love food? You know, the first thing that they do is they think about when they're going to eat, what time snack time is. We always have snack in the morning, but it's typically around 1030. But hey, what if you just we're there first thing in the morning and you threw in some pretzels and some chocolate chips and some marshmallows and you just started the day off with a nice little snack. How fun would that be for kids to start their day off like that? Number 12, building challenges. So again, I was telling you the solo cups. You could also do the big blocks. I remember when I was a little girl, I had those cardboard bricks and you could build and pretend like you're building a house but providing even materials like Legos. We do this all the time when it is raining outside or it's too cold, we set up Lego stations. The only downfall with that is 
The kids are digging in buckets and it's pretty loud. So just prepare for that. Any type of construction challenge is really fun. Number 13, definitely if you're outside nature exploration, just having access to outdoor space, being able to organize a nature walk, picking up leaves, sticks, even doing a little campus cleanup, such a great way to start the day. Number 14, you could always do STEM activities. Science, technology, engineering, math, they're educational, they're engaging. Typically, I don't like to start the day off with computers. I've tried it before, but I do think that you could run a couple little centers. You could have the computer set up, and then the next table you have some Lego set up, and then the next table you have an art center set up. So be thinking about how you can also organize it to where you could offer a variety of activities. And last but not least, social time. Allowing students to chat and socialize with their peers, promoting friendship and communication, all of that comes through what I just described. But maybe it's just students being able to come in and just chit chat with each other. I think that it really builds a nice culture for your school, for your homeschool, especially if students in a homeschool hybrid, if they're not at your school every day, but some kids are there more often, it really gives them time to catch up with one another. So remember to adapt these activities based on the age group of your students, their interest, your available resources. The goal is to create a positive and stimulating environment that helps start their day off the right foot. See you in our Facebook group. Be willing to share some more ideas. I can't wait to hear from you. That's Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.